Hi everyone, welcome back to the Semantics Podcast. I'm Hoda. And I am Yasmin. And today we actually have a guest, a friend of both of ours. Introduce yourself. Hi guys, my name is Aisha. I'm a friend of both Yaz and Hoda. And today we are going to be exploring our individual hijab stories, um, both positive and negative and just how we came about either wearing it or not wearing it and how we feel the hijab has influenced us as individuals so yeah personally personally (laughs) personally for me i don't feel like i was ever pressurized into wearing the hijab or not it was kind of just in a in and around me um adults in my family and just around me generally were wearing it so i always saw it as kind of a normal thing that you would choose to wear or not uh personally when i first started wearing it it wasn't for anything religious when did you start wearing it um i forget in primary school i was fairly young um uh, what happened in primary school <laughs> okay, so basically in primary school at one point um I had contracted knits and my dad being the um Asian no nonsense man that he is decided yeah I'm shaving all your hair off which I thank him for every day because I am not one who is okay with dealing with knits cuz literally I had it for maybe a day and a half and then it was gone and then obviously I was bald and kids are <laughs> I was just bald so I went to school the next day or week or whatever and I got made fun of obviously because kids are dickheads yeah. and I was bald so my mom was like okay you can wear a scarf to kind of hide your baldness so you don't get as teased as bad and yeah that was literally the first time I wore a scarf and then after that um, other than wearing it to mosque and everything I didn't really wear it and then I would say when I started wearing it properly would be midway through year seven yeah so basically i have very frizzy or i had very frizzy untamable asian hair and there was a lot of it and i really couldn't be bothered dealing with it day to day to wake up and go to school so i decided if i wear a scarf it could look a mess and no one would know um so literally again not for religious reasons i decided to put on a scarf and go to school and after that i just kind of wore it every day to school um and to mosque and that was about it and it just kind of became part of my identity and i've never really felt like i think because i've never felt pressurized to wear it or not to wear it i never felt like oh i i should take it off for this or i should wear it for this since you know when you used to go to like asian weddings because i know with with myself when we go to asian weddings we all take our hijabs off so you know there's only certain family members that keep them on did you do that as well um, to be honest, I didn't go to many weddings as a kid, so I d- I'm not sure mm. uh, because I know you did go qu- to quite a few. Um, however, for me, it was literally just did it go with my outfit or what? Yeah. What was the weather like? Because if it's winter, it was more likely, hey, keep your ears warm. Yeah, wear the scarf. <laughs> if it was summer and if it was really really hot, then we wouldn't because um, there was this thing where my mum thought if like you. I think it's an Asian thing. If your head gets too hot, you'll faint. Oh, and wow. you're yeah. like, because the blood Heat rushes stroke. to your head. Yeah, stuff like that. She, so she was worried about that. Mm-hmm. So even actually, even when I was a kid and I used to, I think at some point when we were younger, there was a heat wave in Cardiff. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. So oh, at that point, I remember my mum telling me like this was the actual the the only time where my mum really talked to me about the scarf, yeah. about wearing it or not. And she was she kept asking me, "Are you sure you want to wear it?" Or like you know, if you feel really really hot, just take it off. Like go to the bathroom and take it off because I don't want you to like faint or anything. And that's literally the only time that she kind of had an input or input of but whether I wear it or not. But make people faint if they're wearing it and it's yeah, really, really hot? So. No, I don't think... the colour of your scarf. Because I thought that was like a misconception that no, no, people believed in. No, no, it is. I, I'm pretty sure it is because it's... But the thing is, like, she's an Asian mum and she's just worried about... That I don't, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's just worried. So she's kind of like, if, if you get hot, don't wear it. That kind of reminds me, actually. When I was... Because of that reason, when I did PE, did you take your scarf off? Because I did, I never did PE I with my to, scarf on. When it was like, when it was just girls, I would take my hijab off. Yes, yeah, so oh. it was like a ass. But it depended on my hair. If my hair was dirty, then I'd keep it on. Oh. <laughs> so like, yeah. I remember, do you know, we were once, uh, do you know what girl is? Yeah, yeah. So I was wearing shorts and I thought it was only going to be girls. So I was calm. And then a flood of the boys came in on that. Ah, And I was hiding behind the girls. But there, there's certain girls who'd wear hijab and then the half sleeve tops and leggings yeah. and. Yeah. Yeah, it so it's like a it's a pick and choose thing. <coughs> but I remember actually when I was younger, I didn't wear scarf when I went to weddings, and I still don't. Yeah, but that's a cultural but thing. I yours think, are for you guys, isn't it? Your weddings because are yeah, now they are. But when I was a kid, I wouldn't go into those oh, ones. Right. Oh, yeah, because for us, it's like not, in high school yeah. and stuff. I went to like actually a lot of mixed ones. <coughs> our for, weddings aren't for our, actually for our, for our weddings they aren't. But we have this thing called um, so there's a mendi which is predominantly for women, and then there's a walima or olima yeah. which is. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like a Hindu and a um what's the men's one ba- uh, bachelorette not no, bachelor stag. bachelor stag. Stag. stag do so there's a like hen night and a stag do but we don't have it in the same sense but we have um a Muslim but version the, the, the walima is like an after party basically yeah a but stag and a Hindu is before the actual wedding. yeah I know but in terms of like, like gen- separate like yeah separate gendered gender-wise. gendered so we would have the mendi for the women yeah uh, and then the walima for the men but then the wedding would be mixed oh, but right. for you guys it's currently different no it's literally depending on your area code so it's like this for cardiff yeah mixed weddings not a thing yeah not a thing not a thing and then in england it is right it okay. depends on yeah so the area doesn't but like, anyways yeah. getting back to our hijab story so what was yours like um literally i just similar i saw people around me wearing it but it was mostly people um at the primary school i was going to as a kid i did move from a lot of different primary schools and things like that. And then when we finally settled um, in actually your neighborhood and stuff, uh, I then saw girls my age wearing it and I was wondering what it was. My mom was still wearing the baby scarf at that point because- Can you just tell us what a baby scarf is? Is this like the, the one where you literally slip it <gasps> on your head? That's what she was wearing? Yeah, because my mom, she was kind of a little bit ignorant about um a grown ass woman wearing a baby no no i What's still see i still see women like that really but she was new to it at the, this she was new to it at the time because um well she was new to i've never seen a grown everything. woman wearing a baby scarf or like really yeah no yeah she used to wear a baby scarf and then like maybe a normal scarf on top oh, of that or something okay. yeah but obviously she grew out of the baby scarf very very <laughs> quickly but it's only because culturally um, her family didn't wear it yeah. until they got married and things. And then in Cardiff, Cardiff is very, very religious. Yeah. So even like my family outside of Cardiff, they're like, they look at my mum and they're like, wow, you've changed so much yeah. since being here, sort of thing. So after that, I just went to my mum and said, 
okay, I think I want to wear this as well. I want to kind of fit in. I think it's kind of weird that I'm the only one not wearing it. How old were you? I don't know, like year four or five. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. school. Yeah. Okay. Making that sort of decision. But I didn't think of it as, like, a decision or anything. Yeah. And no one talked to me about it before. Mm. So it wasn't, like... It wasn't that really a deal. religious d- thing either for you. It was more of like you wanted to fit in and you yeah, didn't... Yeah, I didn't know nothing. Uh, to be honest, I'll be very honest. I did not know that much about Dean because yeah. um, at that point we hadn't settled in our in our own space, in our own home. We were moving f- a lot yeah. between like obviously when we first came to this country and things like that, that we didn't have time for it. But then when we finally settled in the house that we are in now, I started regularly going to mosque, da 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 start learning about the Dean and stuff like that. But the hijab came before that. Um, I noticed and I noticed that it's obviously clearly um, a pressure thing and a learned thing. You see people around you wearing it and then you wear it. And that's how it started for me. So do you feel like you were pressurized in some sense to wear it then? I think more like socialized. Yeah, you don't sound like you're pressurized. Yeah. You're just influenced by your mum and yeah. Yeah. Is, is that the social? So, yeah, it's like yeah, social it's like influence. An, it's like a social influence, like a behavioral <coughs> thing. Yeah. yeah. It's not like anyone told me. Like no one talked to me about it. No yeah. one talked to me yeah, about it. Yeah. Same. What about you? Um, remembering now, yeah, I, I think me and my dad did have a conversation, and he said, "Okay, babe, when you're a certain age, you just then have to be, uh, start wearing hijab and stuff. But it's your decision if you want to wear it or not." I can't really remember. Though. Your dad did, not your mum. That's interesting. No, but but my mum was sat there as well, but my dad was doing the talking, like, and um, not that that's what happens now, like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was <clears throat> when I was starting year seven. Somebody said because. I'm Asian, obviously, and um, my hair is long and it was thick at that time and it was on a plait. And so the friendship group that that I thought was a friendship group at the time, they thought that I was Sikh and not Muslim. And they said that it was impossible that I could be Muslim because I wasn't wearing a hijab and I wasn't, you know, you can't even be black. You didn't look like, like a regular Muslim. stereotypical no, Muslim. No, not at all. Because so they've been wearing hijab from a very young age yeah. and they were Patan, so they're far stricter. Not all of them. What does that mean? Patan is a certain type of Pakistani. I had no uh, idea about a certain that. area of Pakistan. Oh, like a like tribe? Yeah. Something. Okay. Caste sort of thing. And um, they, I think it is. Caste well, like, is it like proper on their deen? And stuff. I, they're just far more stricter, especially with the girls, because I know that I have, I have we, we know this girl, and I, and she's that. Yeah. Oh and wow. She wasn't allowed to wear jeans. She oh, could wow. wear leggings, but not jeans, and that yeah, but I never that, could understand. But that tends to be a cultural thing. So even within individual countries, Islamic countries, we still have different cultural implicate not implications, but con- cultural like understandings of, yeah, depending on the district. So because you went from the same district as them, so they were it was far, a bit like more north. Yeah, because right. So they were but I'm bit, still mind blown by this whole jeans leggings thing. Surely n- no, leggings no. are more revealing. No, I tighter, but she would wear a long dress that would cover like a backside. The why can't she do that with but jeans? Exactly. Like I didn't understand that, but she would say that her father wouldn't allow it, and we were like, "All right, okay, calm." But each to their own. Anyway, they were like, "You're not Muslim." I was like, "I'm not having this." So I went home and I spoke to my parents. I was like, "I want to wear hijab." I came in the next day and wore hijab, and I instantly regretted it. I think I I didn't feel comfortable, and I can't believe you seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, the. Seven fucking years, bro. I, I know the bit. I, I shouldn't be swearing, but seven years I went on living a lie, living yeah, like being uncomfortable in my own skin. Oh wow! Do you know how uncomfortable that was for me? I felt like a stranger. I felt foreign in my own skin, like, and I did it all because of that friendship group. And then <clears throat> later on, in year nine, I wanted to take her off. 
and I tried to, but I, I could hear boys chatting shit about other girls that took their hijabs off. Because there was another girl, I think it might be the same one that you know of, the yeah. one that wore the mini skirt with the massive yeah. hijab. Yeah. But th- that girl, I think, took off her hijab. And there was another Bengali girl that wasn't wearing hijab mm. in that year. And they would chat shit about them. And I was so concerned about what they were. It wasn't just the boys' mind; it was girls as well. Yeah, that's what the I find. The boys really, and the really, girls, sorry. Yeah, really, really. So girls that. were far more fucking bitchy than the boys were. Right. Them. So what you're saying 100%. is, even though your parents didn't pressurize you and were quite open with the idea of you wearing a hijab or a scarf on your head, yeah. you felt pressurized by your peers, yeah, your Muslim 100%, peers. Yeah, because in that school, the school that we all went to, eighty percent of it is ethnic minorities yeah yeah and 20 percent is, is white uh, or something like you know similar yeah. to that yeah and ma- but majority of them are muslim so like it was a big deal if somebody's a muslim and they're not wearing a headscarf the boys their hijab it doesn't matter it's irrelevant but for the women it was really important mm. and that's why i was like i don't want to be talked about i don't want any of that so i'm not going to wear it so for you it was like so in, i am going to wear it sorry so for you it was like in high school because of what people <coughs> said yeah you decided the thing to wear is, it i would i would wear it to mosque as well when mm. i was younger but i take it off straight away did you feel any type of way wearing it in mosque no because that's a place of worship you have to wear your hijab okay so that's, you didn't feel uncomfortable then i didn't feel uncomfortable then but i felt in school when i was wearing it it was just to appease everyone else mm. and it didn't do you know because I mean? as soon as i left the gates my hijab would come off oh wow did you, you know, as soon as you took your hijab off, did you feel like some sort of release or like... A relief? Well, yeah. like, I would, like, literally a sigh of relief. For me, it'd be the really opposite, that. you know. For me, it's actually the opposite. If I go to the shop here with a, with just my hood up here, yeah. I feel like, oh, shit. Because you're so used to wearing it. Yeah. Anxiety sort yeah. of thing? Yeah, like, I feel like oh, this doesn't feel right. So I'm like, jump in, jump out. How mad is that? Right, that's interesting. Because me... A totally different end of the spectrum. Right, for me personally, I don't have any anxiety or... Because I I never felt pressurised, I suppose, by anyone. Um, I I don't really have an issue with wearing it or not wearing it. So if I feel like I want to pop out or pop over to the corner shop, which is like a minute away from my house, and pick up some milk without my scarf on, then I could. And I remember... Even now? Even now, yeah, I could yeah. because I don't feel like it's anything wrong because literally I'm just going there and coming back. Like I and then the entire purpose of hijab is that you conceal your 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 beauty, your hair for your husband and from others. Like yeah, but I don't see it like that because um, I've mentioned before where even though um, wearing a hijab or scarf, etc., etc., I do feel like it is a religious thing. It isn't solely religious for me because it didn't start off like that for me. It started off as a tool, I guess. And then to get it, over something that happened to you. Yeah, which I guess could be argued was trauma traumatizing ag- as due to my young age. It kind of was, man. Anyways, you were bold in primary school, man. Come on, because <laughs> I think it was more the bullying thing yeah. than the bold thing. Because yeah. kids, I mean, as I've mentioned, but um, after that, it became sort of a part of my personality or my identity. Not in a way that I needed it or anything like that, but it just. It was kind of like I'm someone who prefers to wear trousers to skirts, and that's not about the length or the type. But I'm just a person who is yeah. more comfortable. So it's an in extension the, of your personality. Yes, sort of, sort of that. It's sort of like that. So I, I prefer can't to wear you it. Scarf on anyway. Yeah, I, I prefer like to wear problem. it than not. But if I were to take it off or something like that, I wouldn't feel any type of anxiety or any type of relief, like so either one of you. Like I feel and phys- you said it's a, a extension of yourself. So is it part of your identity then? But then you said when you take it off, if you took it off, you wouldn't feel anxious. Because it's a preference. 
it's a part of my identity that I prefer to put on but if I take it off that's all like my hair is also fine yeah because my hair is also part of my identity so I don't see it as like covering something off it's not a oh I'm taking something or I'm adding something it's not that it's like both are me they're both equal to each other it's just which one do I prefer to wear yeah so okay. it's just sort of like that. So it, it isn't the same for me in that regards as yeah. to you guys. Yeah, for me, it's just scary, the idea of me, like, never wearing it. That actually, when I think about it, when I deep it, it actually scares me, me not, like, ever really? wearing it. Really? Yeah. yeah. And is that yeah, solely a... because of how you feel about it now? Or do you, is that pressure from other people that you think you could face? I don't know because I think maybe because like other people you have like little fantasies about how you think your life is going to play out and I never imagine myself not wearing it in any of it. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if I were to take it off it would change a lot about me and it would it there is a part that's also saying well it'll change how other people see me as well and that's also very scary. Because then if I, if it's so easy for me as a human being to look different to people just because I'm not wearing a scarf, that would, like, I'd have a little bit of identity crisis then. So slightly. hijab is part of your identity. Yeah. Yeah. I think it very much differently than mine. So um, just to ask, in what instance would you feel, you, Aisha, yeah. would feel comfortable to wear a scarf just like all the time also do you feel that when you decide that you're finally gonna uh, be more connected to your dean and then wear a scarf full time I guess do you feel like you would ever feel a need to take it off or would you feel anxiety to take it off like now and again to pop into the shops like Hado May I don't know this is the thing like I feel like right now I'm I, I don't want to wear the hijab to be quite honest for what reason I really don't know myself but I've <clears throat> one of the things I found is when you wear hijab <clears throat> you're carrying Islam with you as well because people identify hmm. the hijab you are a Muslim you are Islam and I could be doing so many things wrong and I don't want to be like criticised oh you're wearing hijab but you're doing X, Y and Z do you know what I mean? So yeah. what you're saying is you don't want to be a re- representative of Islam and potentially do things wrong so you don't want to it's not even, even that I want to I don't want to represent Islam. It's, I don't want to be criticised. I think that's something that I'm still trying to... I'm still struggling with. Um, I don't want to be talked ill about. I don't want to be criticised. And I think my anxiety does stem from this. So I think if I wore hijab, I would have to wear it properly. Because like I said, for me, <clears throat> previously when we were having a conversation, hijab for me, well, it means something so much different. It's not just a piece of scarf, like a scarf on my head. Do you know what I mean? A piece of cloth on my head. It's about my character. It's about the way I carry myself, how I interact with my family and friends and what I uh, show to others outside, whoever they are. Yeah. And I want to be able to fix that first and concentrate my deen and learn about it, etc. And then the hijab, that's just an exterior and I can do that later. Like, I don't know how long I've got on this planet, but for now, that's not, I don't want to do that. Do you know what I mean? That's not where my, where my head is. But um, I think maybe at some point I will wear it. I don't know, you know, whenever Allah wishes for it to be. That's really interesting that you think that <coughs> if you wear the scarf that you're representing Islam. Because I know that's how most people see us. Yeah. But that's not how I feel at all. I feel like whatever kind of Muslim I am, that's between me and Allah. Honest it's to God. easier said, though, 
than done because in our communities people still talk so say if mm. like I'm wearing hijab and a classmate is next to mine a friend is next to mine and he's a guy it happens we in you know, the generation that we are in now and even the generation before you've got male friends mm. you've got female friends do you know what I mean it's it's normal now but the older generation I'm talking like our grandparents mm. uh, or even our parents they don't it's they, foreign for them yeah, yeah it's foreign they're like for oh them. I've just seen your daughter and da 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 so I don't want any of that man yeah I understand what you mean but you think because However, you wear, you're not wearing a scarf that's still not gonna that's not gonna be the case I feel like because I'm not wearing hijab it's not as bad oh okay if I'm wearing hijab it's like oh she's you know Muslim she's wearing hijab what is she doing da, da, da. oh right yeah, that's, that's what I've experienced anyway. Because yeah. they say, oh, she's wearing hijab, so she's becoming more religious. Ah, oh, right, okay, but I've just seen a chat with a guy. What's happening there? Yeah, but you know what it is? People need to mind their business because you don't know who that man is. Yeah. That could be your cousin. That, that could, could be, be your, your work friend. Yeah. That could be literally just someone you're helping directions. Yeah. What's Also, that could be your husband, you know? Yeah, that could, this is what I mean. Like, it could be, regardless of who it is, nobody should be saying... I've seen like Alhamdulillah it's never happened where somebody's called home and be like oh I've seen your daughter with such and such but I've heard stories and that's why I'm paranoid I'm like I can't and you don't know you know your parents don't tell you everything someone might have yeah. but that isn't the same for me because personally I feel like no matter what I do whether a a person whether they know me or not know my parents or not if they have an opinion of me and they feel the need to relay it to my parents yeah. I don't care what they say to my parents or what my parents initially think but I I trust that my parents know me and trust me enough to the point where if they tell me, hey, I saw her with this guy. My parents would kick off and somebody... And they, the bit, yeah, and they I'm were getting sure, a bit, yeah. And they were getting a bit. I'm thing, absolutely but, sure that's happened to like me and my siblings. And mum's just not thought anything of it. Yeah, they have yeah. A- because personally, I know that whatever <clears throat> I'm doing, I know where I stand with things, yeah. and I know that my parents know who I am, and they trust you. Yeah, so, so they're well. like, yeah, if she's if she's doing this, then I know. I Plus, am- like, I'm fairly on. I don't feel a need to be like lie to my parents about anything yeah. because I don't think I'm doing anything wrong even oh, if I, I was like even if I was with um, a guy then I have, an expla- with him, man. You can have I have an explanation I have an explanation yeah. and not to say that I need to explain myself to them or like I need to justify my actions in any way but literally if if you guys were like oh I saw you in town the other day what were you doing like it would be the, in the same manner I would tell you oh yeah I just had to go grab like go return something it would be in the same manner that I explained Things. So you'd be like, oh yeah, I was just talking to Jeff. Yeah, it was. It, it'd just be a matter of fact. You know, I was one of the boys I worked with in Lloyd's. I saw him at a cash point. Me and my mum were going to collect some mm. something, and I said, I, I crossed the road and I said hi to him, and we were having a conversation. And my mum's in; she's seen it, and she's calm with it. Yeah, yeah, because she's it's just normal. Because it's just it's, it's talking, a normal part of it's life. It's a normal thing. Yeah, yeah I'm to- I'm speaking with a with a colleague of mine, like, and it's it's fine, like, it's not a big deal. But um, I feel like if I don't. Oh. I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like from my perspective of what you're explaining, mm. um, it's just like things that you've heard about or anxiety, other, people. Uh, yeah. other people and anxiety <coughs> you've developed as a young child that is still affecting you currently. Yeah. Because from what you all you are also explaining, I don't feel like the issues that you're claiming that are there are actually there because your parents they're not, are they're not. Like very understanding. Like it's, it's, I think what you're scared of is what other people are saying, isn't it? Outside of, yeah. your, outside yeah. of your parents. Yeah. But for me, I don't really see that. I'm scared that. of the, like, what if nothing has happened? I haven't done, I have, I haven't done anything wrong in which that my 
my parents' head would fall in shame and all that sort of crap, yeah? So I haven't done anything wrong, but the possibility that somebody might... I just can't have that. Yeah. Training. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. because for me personally, um, I don't think... Uh, if someone rats me out or if they feel like they're ratting me out about something, I have an issue with that parents and I would feel that my parents would also have an issue with them because you as a stranger or as an individual, you don't know what my parents know about me and I could be hiding everything from them or I could be completely honest and upfront with them. But this is the thing, I feel like, alhamdulillah, I'm very lucky that I have a very open and honest relationship with my parents. Yeah, I love your parents, man. They're We're, great. I tell them the truth. I tell them, listen, I'm going to do. Yeah, sometimes it's a bit Z. too truthful. Wallahi, it freaks me out. I I tell because wallahi, I tell I tell my parents. Because I don't believe in telling them everything. I don't believe in telling my parents <laughs> everything. Wallahi, I don't. My life is my life, and if you find something out, I'm gonna display myself. But I don't have to tell you everything. No, see, like I'm I, when I say my parents are my best friends, they are literally my best friends. Especially my dad. Like we talk about everything. Yeah. There's nothing that I feel I can't talk to my parents about, um, in or outside of my life. Like it doesn't matter. Do but, you mean? Yeah, but have you noticed like all of this stuff is more of a cultural issue than an issue with Islam? Yeah, of course. It's nothing to do with with Islam. It's like, like it's, so crazy how much of how or what we think about hijab is directly because of culture. Yeah. And not Islam at all. What? So how do you feel about the girls or not necessarily girls, but the people who are, I guess, saying that they don't feel comfortable wearing the hijab anymore because of the way that it restricts them. Because I know around just social media, there's oh, like been influences. Yeah, influences. There have been a lot of women who have decided to take off the hijab, which they can. Tokyo. Yeah. Tokyo. Well, they which they have He's the right to do. There's like loads of like Instagram girls yeah. that have yeah, yeah loads. loads and they're like she was on the first ones and everyone yeah. else it was like floodgates yeah like floodgates floodgates yeah but the point is <laughs> obviously they're claiming that it it it's not necessarily that they anything to do with their relationship with Allah or religion etc it's more just to make them feel more comfortable in the environment that they are so how do you guys feel about that. It's not here nor there, to be honest. It's I feel like, you know what it is? I just don't like the explanation. I don't like anyone's explanation for it. I feel like, but just do, do your they thing. Need to, they don't need they to don't explain, need to, explain to themselves. Like, and, and I know like we live in a world where like no one has like their own like privacy or whatever because if you're like an influencer, you're a big, like, you're a person on a big platform, you somehow owe the people around you they don't owe you shit they choose i, don't f- they I know choose they choose to they follow you. you literally no they, the, the influencers well the influencers choose what they want the audience to see and what they yeah exactly see. do you know what i mean so we're not entitled to see and, and know that nitty gritty about their life the, oh, the only reason that <coughs> some people say that they do owe them something yeah. um is like due to the fact that they their business is literally sharing their lives and this yeah, is a part of then, their life but I, you know what it is? I, I think they put too much on their audience. I think they think too highly of their audience. Mm-hmm. I don't think your audience be caring like that. And the fact that you've announced it like this, that's why people come back and say, oh, sister, I wish you didn't do this because you have little girls, impressionable girls. Them girls should that be facing them, matter, facing their friend. That's a man's voice, isn't it? Huh? That's a man's voice, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should be facing their friend 
and dealing with their own things. Teenage girls, they might have a lot of influences around them and the internet might be one of them, but I truly think you should give them a bit more props. Their parents are are way more influential than any YouTuber that they're watching anyway. A hundred percent. So it should not even be a point of discussion. People need to leave it out. Stop doing, um, I'm taking off my hijab, I'm leaving the Dean story. I don't want to hear it. Just go about your business, bro. Because it's literally, it's so private that it's literally between you and Allah. I think you should just leave it out. Leave but then out. they're choosing to do that, so it's up to them what they choose to share and what they choose not to share. True, but then they should not act surprised when it's they big get hu- hateful comments yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that's true as well. Because yeah. you're going to get it regardless, but I feel like you wouldn't exacerbate people if you just go about your business. That's why, like, I think it's this girl, um, her handle is Blackish Gold. I love how she handled this. She, was, she just started, like, slowly not wearing her hijab, and then I think on a live, someone asked about it. She was like, I'm not going to talk about it because it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's how it should be handled. Finished. Because the audience that are obviously consuming their content, they're not not there purely because that person is wearing a hijab. They're there for all the other aspects of their life, which are still relevant regardless of whether they're wearing a hijab or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because look at Dina Tokyo. She's still popping, man. She's still got (coughs) millions and millions of followers. Nothing has really changed about her content. Well, she, what the decision, decisions that she makes in her personal life are between her. And I feel like maybe some people are disappointed. It just doesn't, if, if, but you know what, if you, you're actually on your dean, because a lot of people, yeah, they come on their dean and they're like, oh, I really wish like this is not really good for other people's iman and I wish oh, your iman. Oh, fuck that, bro. If you're on your dean, that's you on your dean. In it? How long has it taken for you to get on your dean? Everyone has, this is what really frustrates me and it, it irks me, pisses me off. Everyone has their own journey. Stop coming to people and saying, oh, sister, you need to get on your dean or sister, you need to do X, Y, and Z. No, fuck off, bro. You're on your dean. You stay on your dean. Mashallah for you, okay? <laughs> But I don't want I'm not there yet I'm not ready for that yet I know that's when what I will be what Allah when my creator calls me to it okay fine I'm doing what do you know that I'm doing behind the scenes to get there you don't know no do you not mean? to mention not- I don't know how much you're on your dean too you know yeah. I mean you're telling me all these things but that's I don't believe those people exactly you know, straight, away, straight away I think you're trying shit oh, straight so away <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you get hot and bothered <laughs> but like, straight away I think you're, you're a non-issue you're a bot at this point like if you are if you are on your dean okay come instead of trying to give uh what's it called nasiha to other people yeah. keep it to yourself and make dua for the people make dua for the ummah say you know those that aren't guided yeah. or misguided do you know what they do, do, you know they do the, the end of the end of their big bumper clout statement yeah yeah with i make dua for you yeah just keep your mouth shut and do that behind the scenes why are you going to tell everyone do you know what i mean it's because they want make to make the person feel like off. shit and then do it do you know what i mean yeah Hundred percent. That's how it should be. Okay, so to round up, <laughs> how do we feel about our hijab stories? Then leave everyone alone, bro. Just I see everyone there, man. It's it's not a big deal. I feel like we're all still on our journeys. Yeah, of course, and hopefully yeah. when it comes to I don't even know when when we all have kids and stuff, we'll be able to. Well, we all have kids and stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what we might? I don't know. I, I don't not know that. what is like the future holds. Okay. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm having oops, baby. You don't know. Oh my god! I know. I don't, I don't say that. I don't mean an oops, oops, baby. I mean like I'll get, I'll be After married. married. Uh, yeah, okay, I have. I, I, I don't. I don't want to plan for a child ever. Why? 
I think it'll just happen. Do you know what? I think this is. I'm a the opposite, man. I'm the opposite. I can't be having oops, baby. This is a this conversation. This is another conversation, man. I'm sorry podcast. about that. <laughs> I'm sorry for that one. I'm sorry. I'm saying another thing, but um, I feel like just leave everyone alone, and hopefully, the next generation will be able to rear them a little bit better. Yeah. Into having a bit more of a healthier relationship with hijab. But definitely. I'm still not done with mine. I don't think anyone here is done with theirs. No. I personally don't think anyone is ever done with this because, regardless of how how much on your deen you are, you can also get off of it. And that's not like a judgment or anything. But people's lives do change. And like the people who are taking their scarves off because of various reasons, which are probably valid, nothing to do with me or anyone else, like it can change for people. So I think it's an ongoing journey and no one really has the right to say, okay, I'm on mine, so let me help you by telling yeah, you all these things yeah. to get you on yours. Because that really isn't anything. Yeah, I really hate that. It's kind of like, I don't like that they're a bit too up themselves there. They need to come back I down to they're it. trying to do something good, but, but it's not. It's you, not. You're not going you're about the, the right way. Like shit. Yeah. yeah. They must know that though. I feel like they know that and they're doing it on purpose. I'm a bit cynical though. Yeah, I'm a bit mm. cynical too because I feel like now you've reached a place where you feel is good or acceptable or you've reached this peak, I guess you could mm. say, you feel like everyone else below you needs to hurry yeah, up. Yeah, you just bear judging for no reason. Yeah. Actually, no one has any reason to judge anyone. And on that note, we will end this podcast episode. Nice. So, um, goodbye from me, Yasmin. And goodbye from me, Hoda. Follow the socials and obviously our special guest, hey. Aisha. Yep. Thank goodbye, you for being guys. here. You'll catch my face on YouTube with Hoda, Yas, inshallah. Yep. That's a wrap. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.